0: Second episode I'm going to be doing on Pulse Audio. Uh, my name is Clatu. Um, friend of mine in IRC told me about a wiki on the Arch Linux uh, site. It's the wiki.archlinux.org, specifically talking about Pulse Audio and how to set it up, how to get it running on your system. I don't run Arch Linux, but uh, I figured I'd check out the wiki article anyway because he suggested that it was a very good article and had basically made installing and using PulseAudio on his system, which did not ship with PulseAudio, just a breeze. It was not a problem. He couldn't understand why anyone was having any problems with PulseAudio so easy had it been for him to install it. So I decided to check out the article. It turns out that it's actually a really, really, really good article. I would definitely check it out if I were you, and if you are using Pulse Audio, or if you want to use Pulse Audio, this is a good article to kind of read through and uh, go through your system along with the article, and kind of make sure that everything is configured the way that you think it should be configured. So, the article uh, is located specifically at wiki.archlinux.org slash index.php slash PulseAudio. And the P and the A are both capitalized in PulseAudio. The article starts out... Well, first of all, the article is set in terms of using the package manager of Arch. So you have to read around that. Second, unless you're using Arch. Secondly, uh, it does assume that you are installing from scratch. So if you are doing this with a system, you know, that has already come with Pulse Audio installed, obviously certain steps you're not going to need to do. Uh, For instance, installing Pulse Audio. So if you're using Fedora or Ubuntu or Mandriva, anything like that that came with Pulse Audio, um, you can probably start basically with the second step, which would be to install all the GUI apps that Kajari was talking about in my first Pulse Audio episode. So this would be... PA dev chooser, PA man, PA press and PA VU control. So that's four GUI apps that your your system might not have come with uh, installed or they might be there and you just never thought to look for them. So, you know, make sure that your system has ha- has has those GUI apps installed. It'll just kind of help you out later on. You'll also n- definitely need to make sure that the Pulse Audio also Plugin is installed. This is also dash plugins. Uh, should be in, I mean, if your distro came with it with Pulse Audio on the system, it probably already has the also plugin. But you know, if you just want to make sure it's up to date or whatever, you can look in your repo for alsa dash plugins. You should see it there. You can update it, you can install it, whatever you need to do to get that done. The next step is to make sure that the eSound system is. Um, or rather the compatibility system for eSound is installed on your system. And again, if it came with Pulse Audio, it probably is already here, so it's not going to be a big deal. Um, And this is only if you're using GNOME or GNOME, a lot of GNOME, you know, the GNOME Foundation. Um, I'm using KDE, so I skipped this step. But if you use GNOME, you can do um, you can you can check your system for ESD compat. That is ESD compat, C O M P A T. And that is probably going to be in the user slash bin slash ESD compat. Uh, I shouldn't say user, I should say USR slash bin slash ESD compat. So make sure that your system has that if it applies to you. And you're going to want to make sure that you have that um, configured so that it will start the ESD compat automatically when you log in uh, again if you're using GNOME so the this is an important file there's a config file that you're going to be using a fair amount and it's in slash etsy slash pulse and it's called default.pa that is default.pa as in pulse audio this is the main one of the main config files for pulse audio system so if you've got that in existence already i would make a backup of it cp space slash etsy slash pulse slash default dot pa space slash etsy slash pulse slash default dash original dot pa that will copy it make an original that way if you totally screw up your system during this little tutorial or while you're looking through the wiki you can always revert back to you know how this sh- the system shipped. It's a very good idea to do that. Um, so you'll want to add a line or uncomment the line or just verify that the line exists in default.pa that says load dash module space module dash esound dash protocol dash unix space socket equals slash tmp slash dot esd slash socket. And I'm sure you'll remember that perfectly. But don't worry if you don't; it is on the Arch Wiki page that I am talking about, so you can find all of this stuff uh, right there. It's a really good page. All I'm doing right now is basically translating it so that it's a little bit less Arch-centric and a little bit more generic. This is this is most of these steps are what I have tried on both my Fedora and my Mandriva system. Um, I did not bother trying this with Slackware because um, that's just... I I want... that's the system I use for most everything that I do all day and it's working really really nicely and I'm not going to go playing around with it so um, so I can verify at least that this is good news for Fedora and Mandriva and uh, probably Ubuntu as well so um, okay so the configuration stuff this is where it gets fun First of all, you're going to want to make sure that everything is getting loaded up when you boot uh, your system. So however your system does that, whether it's in the rc.conf uh, or whether it's in you know, rc.1 or wherever you've got all your little files that you're starting up on uh, at boot time, you're going to want to add to that. Make sure that you've got avahi-daemon and you've got pulse audio being loaded. Those are the two that you want to... Uh, ensure are being loaded up when you start your computer. The Avahi-Daemon is the one that will help your computers kind of be aware of each other and the pulse audio one is the one that starts pulse audio. Okay. You're also going to want to make sure that the user that you are usually uh, identifying yourself as has access to the Pulse system. So, and there's a group for the Pulse system and it's called Pulse dash access, and you will want to add yourself to that, as well as your, the root user, I probably. Um, so you would put gpasswd, space, dash a, space, username, space, pulse, dash access. And you'll want to do that as, a root, uh, as the root user. So whether you need to do that as a sudo or a, an su and then your password and then this command, whatever, that's how you want to do that. Um, that adds the the people that you are you know, typically using your computer as to the Pulse Audio uh, access group, and that's kind of important. So you got ALSA that you need to kind of direct Pulse Audio make sure it's using ALSA plugin uh libraries. So the way to do that is to find... The asound.conf file ought to be in slash etsy slash, well, it's called asound.conf. Uh, if that's not there, you can either create it, which is what Pulse Audio seems to recommend to use this etsy slash asound.conf um, configuration file, or you can also put it in your user folder, so uh, tilde slash dot asoundrc. That will also do the same thing. And you want to add a couple of lines to this. So that's going to be PCM.pulse open curly bracket type pulse that is T-Y-P-E space pulse close curly bracket and then CTL.pulse open curly bracket type pulse close curly bracket. Um, And then you also need to add the PCM.pulse exclamation point default open curly bracket type pulse close curly bracket ctL dot exclamation point default open curly bracket type pulse close curly bracket okay that is going to make sure that pulse audio the the, the pulse audio plugins for the alpha libs is being used by your system so that is what you want to that's what you want to use in order for pulse and Alsa to kind of talk to each other uh... i guess on an equal basis uh... if you if you want the um you want pulse to be the default device you know you want pulse to be the thing that is talking to your hardware uh... in this case you need to go to slash etsy slash pulse slash default dot pa so this is the same place that we had added the line about um, loading the e sound uh, modules so now we're, we're going back to that slash Etsy slash default slash or rather uh, slash Etsy slash pulse slash defaultPA and open that up in the text editor and you're gonna you're gonna tell it that you want the hardware on the computer to be the default uh, output for this device as well as the default input for this device so that's going to be load dash module space module dash alsa dash sync space device equals hw colon zero. That's one line, and that's the default sync. And then there's the next line, load dash module, space module dash also dash source space device equals hw colon um, zero. you can also try to do all of this with how. And I'm not a huge fan of how fan of how um, I did not do this, but you can you can do it. So instead of doing the hardware, you know, defining the hardware uh, in that in that manner, you can also just refer it straight to Hal. So that would be load dash module space module dash Hal dash detect. So you're just kind of passing it over to Hal and letting Hal worry about it. I haven't tried it. I should, um, but I just I don't use HAL that much, so I didn't bother. Um, but that will that will pretty much get you know everything that'll get Alsa and Pulse Audio talking to each other. There are variations on this theme which I'm not gonna really go into, but if you do if you know that you do have multiple outputs or inputs on your hardware you can certainly go into the default dot p a and add very specific um specific hardware destinations so it's sort of like a load dash module space module dash also dash sync space device equals front or device equals rear or where what whatever you know hardware you're designating that are going to be the the things that will be controlled, or or available to Pulse Audio. Um, Turns out that for Flash to work correctly with Pulse Audio, the easiest fix is to just get Flash 10, Flash Player 10. It is still in beta, but Jay Lindsay said that he installed it without issue, and I um, installed it on my uh, triple EPC without issue. And in fact, it seems to work quite well. Um it 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 it's actually the first time I think I have heard like I went to YouTube and played something. I think that was the first time I've heard YouTube through my Firefox browser on on that computer. Um it was it, it's running Mandriva, not not the default um not the default whatever freaking system it came with, Xandros, that's what it was. Um So, that was pretty cool. So, just ditch Flash Player 9, upgrade to 10. Um, I don't see why you wouldn't. I mean, yeah, it's beta, but... I mean, what do you do with your Flash Player, really? Unless you're just always finding yourself on Flash sites and you really need a stable version of Flash, I would just go ahead and upgrade to 10, because the only time I would ever use it is for stupid YouTube stuff. And, you know, if I can't see the dancing grandmother and the sleeping kitten... Um, it's probably not going to kill me. So, um, there's also something called SDL, which is another kind of sound uh, library. And if you're using it, and you might be, because certain applications, I guess, do use it, I don't really know. I think, if I recall correctly, when I was doing this, I went ahead and, first of all, updated SDL. uh, And then I, I think you have to patch it and then you can set this up to use Pulse as well. So what you do there is you just type into uh, a terminal command export space SDL underscore audio driver equals quote pulse, close close quote. And the SDL underscore audio driver is all in caps. That sets up SDL to to just refer to Pulse. It's pretty simple. You can also... um, or you you might have to patch it. I I think I had to patch it. Um, I don't really remember how I figured that out, but I do remember applying a patch to something. And on this Arch, on this wiki Arch Linux page, they have a link to that patch. And it's really, it's a simple, simple thing. You just, you untar it. I think there's an instruction on how to do it, and, and I think literally all you do is it's really simple. I don't really exactly remember how, but it's it was like a lot simpler than I realized. I thought I was gonna have to compile or recompile something with this patch, but it's not like that. You basically unzip it to a certain location, I think, and it just puts everything where it's supposed to go, and it just kinda works from there, so that's kinda nice. GStreamer, you should probably go ahead and do that kinda thing, too. GStreamer, you know, is being used in quite a few different applications these days. So if you want that to be able to talk to Pulse, you'll want to configure that. So again, you you need a plugin for it, and that is uh, GStreamer 0.10 Pulse right now. Obviously, the version number might go up, but if you do some kind of you know apt-get search or yum search or um, you know urpmi search, whatever kind of search you're going to do through whatever repo you look at, you'll be able to find the most recent GStreamer Pulse audio plugin. Um now there's a whole there's there's its own little tool within this plugin that you can use, and that's the gconf tool. so it's gconf tool dash two space dash t space string space dash dash set space slash system slash gstreamer slash zero dot ten slash default slash audio sync space pulse sync. that's so easy. Again, you're probably going to want to just refer to this wiki page for all this stuff. Uh, and there's a way to set the um, the audio source as well, and that is gconftool-2, space-t, space-string, space-set, default slash-default-slash-audio source, as in audio-src, space-pulse source, as in P-U-L-S-E-S-R-C. So, that's the way to do that. Um, There are lots of other plugins that you might want to do similar things to. I'm not going to list everything. Uh, There's OpenAL. Again, you just kind of run some commands to make sure that, you know, these plugins are aware that, yes, you are using Pulse and you would like them to defer to Pulse, uh, and then it typically works. One of the big ones that I have found is very helpful to have going is the OSS. Um, so if you've got OSS, which I guess is the older Linux sound system, um, you can you can modify that with something called PADSP. It's a little command uh, for pulse audio to to manage you know OSS. So it's DADSP space OSS, and those are both capital O S, or those are all three capital OSS program. That's all one word OSS program. So it's the whole command, P A D S P space, OSS program. That will tell uh, that that will direct the OSS to use pulse. Now there's a there is a script on this site that you can copy and paste into into some program and it's OSS program dash real and you can use that. I don't I, I don't think I used that and I have not had any problem. Um, I'm pretty sure all I did was the PADSP OSS program. I shouldn't say pretty sure. That's what I did. And it seems to be working fine for me. Um, Okay, so basically, to be honest, that's it. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. You go through the wiki, you plug in the commands that seem to apply to your system, you know, and you kind of want to go into it smartly and think, okay, well, what programs am I using? what am I having problems with? Like, if it's Flash that you're having a a problem with, if that's the only thing you're having a problem with, you might as well just update to Flash 10 because, realistically, that might be all that's, quote, wrong with your system. On the other hand, if you're doing, you know, five different podcasts and you need Audacity to work seamlessly and um, reliably, then doing this wiki uh, step-by-step would probably behoove you because it it will force you to go through and check the configuration, just kind of check it against what Arch Linux wiki says it should be versus what your system thinks it should be. And um, certainly it did fix my Audacity issues. That was the, the biggest, I guess, issue with Pulse Audio that I've had. Um, the Flash support, I didn't really care about because I don't use Flash that much anyway. But the, the Audacity, you know, I really, I was having a lot of problems with that. And like Kajari mentioned, I think on the last episode, I think he mentioned this, there is the PA Suspender application that you can launch things so that it temporarily suspends uh, Pulse Audio. Type in Pulse uh, P- PA Suspender space Audacity and that would typically work, but it was a little bit buggy I found. But after doing this wiki, Audacity is back up and running. I can launch it from my um, from my K menu without any problem. Um, you know, no errors. It just kind of works. Having said that, KDE, from what I understand, is not 100% compatible with Pulse um, because there is an element in KDE called Phonon that I guess kind of handles a lot of the sound stuff. Whether this is all going to go away after I update to 4.1, I'm not sure yet. But, uh, certainly I haven't had, uh, since doing this wiki, I, the steps in this wiki, I have not had really any issues with Pulse Audio. I can't, I can't complain. Um, the only potential problem that I really haven't looked into yet are, um, like VoIP, um, the soft phones, um, SIP phones. Um, I haven't really played around with anything on that yet on this particular computer, but I will do that and... I don't know. You'll probably hear me ranting about it somewhere if if it doesn't work. But so far, yeah, this uh this wiki page is a really great resource. As long as you can kind of parse through it and look at the parts that apply to your system uh and not just to Arch, you should be fine. It works really well and uh, it's really well w- written and a big thanks goes out to Jay Lindsay for for referring me to that. So, uh good luck and enjoy Uh, Pulse Audio, such as it is. Thank you for listening to Hack Republic Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.